Good morning. It is time for the Cummins Real Estate Group Show. Another edition of the Cummins Real Estate Group Show with Michelle 1L Cummins, no G, and me, Curtis Pope. How are you doing this morning, Michelle? You remember how to spell my name so well. Well, you've taught me well in the last 103 episodes, two episodes. I've lost track. We're on the 104th episode. Okay, so I was right. You've taught me well in 103 episodes. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited that Cody got his L, his learners. Well, I'm glad you're excited about that because you're not the one teaching them how to drive. Oh, my gosh. It's so exciting. Don't you? Do you remember being a kid, being used and being like, all you want to do is to be independent and drive in a car, a cool car? Yeah, but now I know what kind of stress that put on my dad teaching me to drive. (laughs) It is weird being in that shotgun seat, let me tell you. (laughs) Payback. Yeah, no, actually, he's doing a good job so far, as much as I like to tease him. I mean, it's funny because he's even said, like, you know, he, uh, you know, like, he just, he, when it's just me and him, he's actually, he's quite uh, relaxed and he does a good job. But if you, like, you know, throw out one more person that they can have in the car with him, his sister or his, you know, mom or whatever, that that third person, then his nerves get to him because he feels like he's got to, like, perform. Oh, see, but it means he cares and he's being careful, which is good. Yeah, actually, I've been pleasantly surprised because I thought he'd be like, you know, hey, slow down, slow down, slow down. He's actually been quite cautious so far and drives a little on the slow side, which is a pleasant surprise. Oh, underneath the speed limit. Yeah, it's, I, I have to tell him sometimes, can you maybe you know bump it up 5 or 6K? You're like making that guy behind us really angry. Isn't it? It's, the L is actually good for that, to hopefully let drivers behind uh these drivers know to hey back off and be patient and be cautious and (laughs) yeah exactly i i think that is absolutely the case so uh yeah you know he's 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 doing a good job so far i wouldn't send him over to uh take the general lee or uh the knight rider car or anything out just yet though I was in the shotgun seat of the Supernatural car. Actually, it went to Riverdale, and it came back from set yesterday. So Richard and I uh, jumped in it. Actually, I jumped in the trunk, and he took off <laughs> down the dirt road, and I didn't know he was going to be taken off. He shuts the trunk on me and drives off. Uh, but then I eventually got in the in the passenger seat, and, uh, yeah, it, and he was just having fun and dirt roads, and it, it was fun. Um, but you know what? When I first got my – well – when I got my license, it was in Learners, but I was actually driving early morning to the high school, and I went this back. I had knew this back road, and I'm going around the corner, and uh, another you know youth who obviously was a newer driver, he had been coming around the bend, and this was a dirt road, but he was on my side of the road. Uh-oh. There was no time to react, and he, I had a, he hit my, I was so upset. Oh, he hit my car, my precious precious toyota corona <laughs> i i was so upset i i turn back i go back home and i just run into my mom and dad's room i i whip open their door and they're they're sleeping this is early morning 
And I'm crying and bawling, and my dad jumps out of bed thinking, what's wrong, what's wrong, are you okay, are you okay? I'm like, my car, my car isn't okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hurt me. And my front left taillight. Yes, I, I bet. Light. <laughs> yeah, sad. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's you know that's part of the you know the, the process sometimes, especially when you have a bunch of new drivers around and things like that, right? So on your way to school, yeah, new drivers collide. Exactly. Yeah. No, uh, Cody. Uh, you know, and the good news is he can't drive. You know, till he gets that end without me in the car with him. So. Yeah, you got a lot to teach him, like some 180s and reverse, <laughs> you know, flying 90s, maybe like Rockford and. I don't think I've learned the same driving skill set that uh, you've learned in the uh, movie uh, side of things. <laughs> oh, that, that'll be after the N sign gets put on the uh, Who am I kidding? I can do all that stuff, too. I, I did race go-karts for a while when I was a kid and stuff like that. And Yeah. See? We just need a big field, a farmer's field. <laughs> big. We should just go to the Mission Racetrack and rent it. And use. I have a friend that does that. He practices all his stunt driving there every mm-hmm. weekend. We should do that. Okay, but we are talking real estate now. We are talking real estate, not just uh, you know, uh, you know, real estate, but some great local real estate. Because I know it, it's your favorite day because it's all about stats. I love stats. Put a big heart around it. I know you love your stats. I mean, 104 episodes. I figured that out. But before we go into our stats, I'm going to talk about a couple hot topics that just recently happened in the last couple of days. I'm pretty sure I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've heard about at least one of these because I, I, I know you we were talking about this off air that uh, you know there's some new uh, rules for showing houses. Yes, and uh, there's no more public open houses. I had to cancel the two I was going to have this weekend, and one because it sold, <laughs> so yay. But the other. I changed to be a live Facebook open house uh, video. So we're, I'll, I'll look at all the nooks and the crannies, and it'll be like you're there live, really, and people can ask questions while I'm walking around, pointing things out. I'll go to the, even the storage, because this is a top-four corner unit, uh, three-bedroom, beautiful, totally renovated, uh, and it's in Abbotsford off Tim's. Uh, but today at 11 a.m., I will be doing that, Facebook Live. So just go on to my uh, business page, Michelle Cummins, Remax, Little Oak Realty, and you could watch it and interact there. This amazing penthouse is only a modest 249900 And so it's brand new on the market. And so, yeah, keep an eye on that. Um, that's the first live video for it. But, yeah, they're temporarily restricting in-person open house uh, houses and the functionality on the MLS system due to the COVID cases continuing to rise. So it was just released on Thursday uh, that the Real Estate Board temporarily restricting the in-person open houses um, due to that. And they're wanting us to use leading edge alternatives to replicate the open houses therefore my live open house i'm doing so the temporarily restricting of of the in-home open houses is the biggest thing but um on thursday bcrea issued a joint news release with the real estate council of bc asking that realtors temporarily not hold in-person open houses until the case numbers um come down to manageable levels uh, they took this action in response to, of course, the unprecedented 
spike in COVID-19 cases in our province. Um, so we fully support and endorse this decision because it is important that we in the real estate sector continue to demonstrate leadership by doing our part to flatten this pandemic's curve. Uh, so to this end, the Fraser Valley Real Estate Board, in collaboration with various other real estate boards in the province, have taken uh, the step of temporarily disabling that, but they are instead putting on uh, the system the live open house link. So, so therefore, like my Facebook uh, Live where I'm hosting the live event, I get to put that in the open house link that normally is a public open house, but now it's a video link. It's just an extra different type of link. So that's there for um, viewers to have a look at, and there's been a change in um, in other uh, parts and other things. So buyers will see that the realtors are now going to start asking um, more uh, specific questions. They're going to start needing uh, pre-approvals in hand, like ready to go, an email from the mortgage provider saying they are pre-approved, they are ready to go, they are ready to purchase in that sense because uh, they're trying to minimize uh, in-person showing. So I know that they allow up to six people in a home at a time. Uh, hopefully, They are saying, like, keep away from having kids or pets, obviously. Uh, but virtu- the things that we'll, uh, you'll see prominent now are virtual tours, and uh, those, they're, they're allowing three URLs on the MLS for all uh, real estate listings. So not just the virtual tour link, but also a link for the feature sheet and also a link for a property brochure. So at least they're giving us a few links to put on there. But realtors, your realtor, will have access to much more in the realtor system. So things like site surveys, the titles, the property disclosure statements, you know, all these other things. Floor plans should be on there as well. Uh, the live streams we talked about. And obviously, since the spring, they have started allowing us to have 40 property photos, which is great. And things like Matterports, you'll start seeing those again, 3D dollhouse-looking um, uh, floor plans, walkthroughs. They're really great. Uh, drone videos to see from the sky and the neighborhood. You could see the surrounding amenities and things like walking scores. So have a look at that Realtor.ca app. Scroll down when you click on a listing and have a look at the demographics. These kind of things will help you prepare as a buyer before you walk into the home. And do drive-bys before you ask for a showing. So just be completely prepared because your realtor and the listing agents will want to make sure you are prepared before walking through the home, that you have all the necessary information at your fingertips. So that is one of the hot topics. And when we get back from our second uh, or back to our second segment i will um talk about the second hot topic okay makes sense look at you keeping an eye on the time Mm, i'm trying (laughs) (laughs) well if people need information about uh you know for example open houses now and the new rules and things like that maybe they're a little unclear to people uh or they have a showing they want to have a look at you know online or maybe they want a personal showing what do they got to do michellecummins.ca all right we're back with more right after this Segment number two 
Group Show with Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. Well, we went through our first hot topic, Michelle. What is our second hot topic? Well, there's two this week. So other news on the home front before we get to the market stats is the anti-money laundering vigilance that we are now having to see in buyers, sellers, anybody working with a realtor will start seeing it. It's pretty crucial that we as realtors are, are being compliant and going um, and following the rules. So uh, you will wonder, why is my realtor asking me questions like where I work and what I do for a living, what my job description is? Why do they need to see my driver's license? And why are they asking me for another uh, piece of government ID? Well, these are the things that we um, have to do. And and so, uh, it, you know, understand it's, it's not anything against you. It's just we have to do it with every single new client um, because of the rules in the government. And we have to abide by them. So it's for the record keeping and, um, you know, the compliance programs. And so the client identification that we need to get is crucial. So real estate agents must confirm the identity of their clients. So these are individuals and entities, so corporations that are uh, purchasing properties or selling properties. So with respect to the following, um, when we are receiving funds and when we need client information for writing contracts, if there's large cash transactions, which, you know, we don't have, we don't deal with cash, uh, things like deposits and any kind of payments always have to be by bank draft or bank wire transfer. So when people say, oh, can't I write just a personal check or, you know, can I, here, can I have, you know, give you cash. No, we, we can't take cash. So uh, it's good to know that. So that's just a little bit on that. So let's get right into the market stats because it is, again, exciting. It's crazy amazing and it's unbelievable for yep. what we're going through, what what we're having or what we're seeing in the real estate market. Absolutely. So, I mean, we were talking off the air here a little bit because, of course, we're starting to look at houses, things like that with you. And I, I throw options at you and you go, oh, that's sold. Oh, that's sold. Oh, that has an accepted <laughs> offer. I'm like, they've been on the market for three days. Exactly. Two days, three days. It's like cross it off the list, cross it off the list. <laughs> Constant. Well, that just means that me and my wife have good taste in houses. That's right. Exactly. See? Keep it up. <laughs> All right. Well, let's have a look at these stats because I'm sure they must be pretty hot. They are. So, okay, the ongoing demand uh, for Fraser Valley real estate in particular, crazy. We've seen overall sales reach the highest point for the month in October in the board's history. And I know I said that in September because it was true. And now it's true in October. Actually, the highest point of sales in the board's history. So this is the fourth consecutive month of record-breaking or near-record activity for sales and new listings in the region. Uh, October had an increase of 48.9% of sales compared to October of last year. That's almost 50%. That's huge. And a 6.2% increase month-over-month month compared to September sales. The volume of new listings received by the board in October dipped compared to September. However, still ranked the highest for the month in the last decade and the fourth highest of all time. The situation is unprecedented. I mean, we are in the middle of a pandemic and in many of our communities, we're seeing strong sellers market for townhomes and single family homes that are priced correctly. So for example, in Langley, our current supply of detached homes would you know, typically take one in 1.4 months. 
if, if, if there's no new listings that become available. And for Mission townhomes, we have zero months of inventory. That's how crazy it's been. Uh, the region faces the current surge in cases of COVID-19 and gatherings are being further restricted, as we talked about. Um, so it's important to emphasize that in our real estate industry, one of the first, we've tried to be one of the first to adapt successfully to the necessary safety requirements. And we want to continue to be vigilant in order to continue to stop and contain the spread. Um, so the Fraser Valley region, um, just so you know, the average amount of days to sell up an apartment, same thing as a condo, is 36 days. And to sell a townhouse is 27 days. To sell a single-family detached home in the Fraser Valley is currently around 30 days before selling. Now, I know that sounds long compared to everything you and Kelly and the family want to view when it's like two days sold, three days sold. One day sold, but on average, if you're looking at the whole uh, region, it, it, it's a little longer than that. There's some hot areas and some hot price points um, that sell like quickly, but on average, that's how many days it's taken to sell. So let's get into the benchmark prices. So the benchmark prices for single-family detached homes in the whole Fraser Valley is right now at one million forty-six thousand nine hundred. For townhouses, the benchmark price is currently sitting at 569200 And for condos, it's sitting at $434,600. And then going in municipality to municipality, because we've got five of those in our region. First, Abbotsford. So benchmark price for Abbotsford, detached homes, is 11% higher right now than it was last year. It's currently at 873600 and that's up 0.6% from the month before. For townhouses, we've gone up year over year 4.5%, and it's sitting at 476300 and it's gone up 1.7% from the month before. Condos in Abbotsford have gone up 4.8% from last year at 323400 and it's actually gone down 0.3% from the month before. In Mission, detached benchmark prices have gone up 13.5% from last year at 726000 for being the benchmark price, and that's up 2% from the month before. Townhouses in Mission are at 470700 That's up 5.3% from last year and up 0.1% from the month before. And condos have gone up 3.9% from last year at 353300 right now, and that's up 0.4% from the month before. Then Langley, detached benchmark home prices are at $1,090,800. That's up 10.9% from last year and up 1.2% from the month before. Townhouses are up 4.4% from last year at 576400 and that's minus 0.1% from the month before. Condos in Langley are at 397500 That's up 5.2% from last year and down 1.6% from the month before. Now, Delta... Benchmark price at 972500 and that's up 9.7% from last year and actually up 2.7% from the month before. Townhouses are up 6% from last year at 580800 and that's up 2.9% from the month before. And condos are at 382500 in Delta, and that is up 2.8% from last year, but down 2.9% from the month before. And our last and final municipality is all of Surrey. Benchmark prices are up 8.5% from last year at 1142400 and that's up 1.3% from the month before. 
townhouses are up 5.2% from last year at 592,300, and that's up 0.1% from the month before. And condos are up 3.7% from last year. That's $400,700, but minus 0.3% from the month before. So that is your current real estate statistics for the Fraser Valley. Okay, so things are, you know, you know, really, we've talked about this on and off for months. It is still hot here in the Fraser Valley, even during the pandemic. It really hasn't slowed things down. It's still hot, and I anticipate my coming soon listing, which may hit the market this coming week, week maybe the week after, but people should keep an eye on it. It's a gem of a property. It's going to be coming listing soon. It's almost 8,500 square foot lot on Sherwood Crescent in Abbotsford. Uh, it's walking distance to schools. It's a great family home and a very nice, safe neighborhood. It's a five-bedroom, two-full bathroom rancher with basement. And this house is almost 2,400 square feet in size. And it actually built in the, in the hip 1970s era. Uh, the yard is huge, actually. It's a really nice size. And it's got a 16-by-12-foot wired workshop. So stay tuned for that because I'm sure that one's going to fly off the shelves, too price to be de- announced <laughs> all righty well that's often the case when you know you give us a tease that something's coming we have to wait to find out the full results right absolutely patience is a virtue absolutely okay well normally we have a quote before we finish up the show so i can only assume that uh, you've got a quote otherwise you're going to put me on the spot to find one uh, you know what i think I, I'll, I have a quote but you know what it would i one day okay i'm going to put you on the spot at, at some point okay i'm going to do that um but yes, my I've got a quote, and it is from Albert Schweitzer. At times, our own light goes out and is rekindled by a spark by another person. Each of us has cause to think with deep gratitude of those who have lighted the flame within us. I wanted to share that. And I have a quick thing. I just, I had a question from a client and I, I, it's always, I always think, well, other people have these questions. So I thought, let's, let's have a, a, a answer question. So well, this question is, why? Well, wait, are you asking me a question or are you answering a question? Because I'm a little scared here if I have to answer a real estate question. <laughs> no, I'll, okay. you don't have to answer this one. Okay, good. But I may ask you next week to see if you remember the answer. Oh, okay. That's fair. So the question is that I got is why would a property disclosure statement from a seller be crossed out, initialed and signed by them, but why are they crossing it out? So uh, the the protocol is there's this property disclosure statement that a sellers give to buyers, and it helps them in understanding uh, the current state of the and the history of the property to the best of the seller's knowledge. But if the seller has never lived in the home or on the property ever before, they can't truly answer or know the exact state of the property. And therefore, they are allowed, and all investors do this, uh, if, it, if they've not lived on the property, they will just cross it out and say never lived on the property. Um, so the banks, your bank who's going to provide the mortgage for the property does usually ask and require to see the property disclosure statement but it is if it's crossed out they will accept that and they do understand why it's crossed out so but for you as a buyer just so you understand uh, that that's the reason why why something like that would be crossed out yet still signed and initialed by the seller okay that makes sense (laughs) 
I hope so. It's, it does make sense. I hope I'll remember next year when you ask me again, or next year, next week, whenever when you ask me. <laughs> That's right. If you if you end up uh, deciding on a property that is tenant occupied. Um, that's most likely what we'll be seeing. Gotcha. Okay, well, if people want to ask you questions just like that, or they need more information about the stats, where can they go? They can always go to my website at michellecummins.ca. And make sure you plan to join us again next week when once again we will talk real estate in order to unlock your real estate potential on a show where real estate is maximized. Thanks for listening.